Supercast is produced in Melbourne, Australia, also known as Nam, the land of the Wurundjeri and Boomerang people of the Kulin Nation. We acknowledge the Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people as the traditional custodians of the lands across Australia where this podcast was recorded. We pay respect to their elders past and present and recognise Australian Aboriginal culture as one of the world's oldest storytelling traditions. Quiet your mind and tune in to our voices. This is not a guided meditation, but it is a podcast about listening, so pay attention. What can you hear? Our voices, but what else? Can you hear what's going on around you on the other side of your headphones? Departing West Richmond, platform two, are... The world is a noisy place. Sometimes it feels like we all just need some peace and quiet. Stillness. Silence. Believe it or not, this is the sound of an orchestra. It's taken from a recording of John Cage's 4 minutes and 33 seconds. The avant-garde composer wrote this score for any instrument or group and instructed the performers not to play anything for the duration of the three-movement piece. Sometimes this piece is referred to as 4 minutes and 33 seconds of silence. It's quiet. But it's not silent. This piece is an act of attentive listening, inviting the audience to tune in to the symphony of whatever space it's performed in. Chairs creaking, the audience coughing... John Cage believed that all these sounds are music. Every space has a sound, even ones that are designed to be silent. We're recording this in a studio. It's designed to dampen sound. But can anyone hear the room itself? Like, I can hear, like, a background. There's a background hum in this room. We've switched the air conditioning off, so we can't hear that low rumble that was going on when the aircon was on, but there's still a buzz in this room. Um, the hum of the lights. I just heard your stomach. <laughs> <laughs> I just heard my stomach, too. <laughs> yeah, I can hear... I can hear the ringing in my ears from too much loud music and the rustling of my clothes. Anechoic chambers are acoustically treated rooms. They dampen reverberation. So it's effectively a neutral acoustic space. It's kind of like the walls swallow sound instead of bouncing it back. 
it's probably the closest a hearing person will get to total silence. But much like 4 minutes 33, anechoic chambers aren't really silent. Shut off from the reverb and noise of the world, we start to hear ourselves. Imagine if your heartbeat was thudding through your head. Your breath, something you might not usually even hear, becomes so loud. Here's the thing. Silence doesn't really exist. Every time you cancel out one sound, you're just drawing your attention to another. So tune in and listen. You're listening to Supercast, a new podcast from Assemble Papers in collaboration with RMIT Design Hub exploring the sensory and embodied experience of built and unbuilt environments. I think unless you're an eloquent speaker, I mean, words can do it to a degree. Writings can do it if you're um, successful. But for me... Sound is the best way to describe a place. How do you describe this? When I was in Manta in Finland last year doing a three-month residency, I went to a forest because I was filming um, the, um, the forest there. And Manta, I was really disturbed when I was there because it was sonically, it was extreme it was quiet I had traveled to Finland on this proposal that I was going to document the forest both visually and sonically but when I got there I swear to god it was the most quiet environment I've ever been in and I go into this forest and I heard this noise because it was so quiet I'm thinking is this me Is it so quiet that I'm hearing my own body? And it just kept going, and I thought, no, no, that's not me. And what I realized I was hearing, I was actually hearing the moss and the lichen. There's no way. How can I describe that? What You you need to hear it. I can't record it. It's too soft. And I'm so glad that I couldn't record it, because if I'd recorded it, you file it away. Right, and you'll come back to it later. Oh, yes, I've got a sound like this. Yeah, I might be useful, but that sound that I heard that day, that gentle rubbing or whatever it was, that's still in my mind. Yeah, whenever I think of that forest, that's what I think of is that incredible sound, the soft, gentle sound. Yeah, and that's why I use words like magical because. I'm actually listening to it on a different level. I have a sound file in my mind. Yeah, I play it. I hear it more than any other sound that I've recorded in the past. And just, you know, I think about it, I talk about it, and I can hear it playing in my mind. So my name's Madeline Cornish. Um, I'm the Operations Director at Bogong Centre for Sound Culture. Madeline is an audiovisual artist, but you could also call her a deep listener. 
even in regards to visuals, I think of sound as the dominant, predominant part of my work. The image is predicated by the sound, opposed to the other way around. Madeline co-curated Superfield, an exhibition at RMIT Design Hub, with Philip Samatsis, artistic director of the Bogong Centre for Sound Culture. And so Superfield really is born out of a conversation between Madeline and myself of trying to capture the work that's happening in the field. A lot of deep field work by artists who are engaging in remote regions and their communities, um, hard-to-access wilderness areas, um, locations under some form of stress or um, transformation, change, whether it's through industrialisation, uh, through climate change or the shift in climate, other economic or social factors that might be shifting uh, the way those communities are experiencing their own environments. Uh, Phil and Madeline proposed Superfield, and on paper it looked immediately like a show to us that ticked the boxes in terms of the sorts of things that Design Hub is interested in exhibiting research, thinking about research in new ways and thinking about how ideas are spatialised in ways that we can, even through reading them on paper, become very present to us. And immediately this show was one of those. This idea of sound being a portal to go to places that we probably in our lifetimes would never reach because of their inaccessibility. The Design Hub is a place to come and learn think about and hopefully be challenged in terms of what design can offer our communities at large. Um, I'm Fleur Watson. I'm the curator here at Design Hub, along with my colleague Kate, who's with us today. Hello, my name's Kate Rhodes. I'm also curator at the Design Hub at RMIT. The intensity of working in remote locations, the difficulty of it. So the show was not going to be easy for audiences in that way. It was going to be a, a listening experience that took them into the, you know, put them in the shoes of the makers of the work. Coming into a gallery and stepping into an environment, you're stepping in, man or oh man, you yeah. you're feeling it. It's not a dainty sound exhibition where you sort of um, sort of sit around and listen to you know the sounds it's it's like an experience of being in a space a sonic experience of being in a space it takes you there as well at least for me it does I don't know about someone else it depends how they feel about sound you know I feel like I'm very attentive to sound now, having just come out of that exhibition. Just everything. How does everything sound? Um, We're sitting in the corridor of RMIT Design Hub. Behind us is Swanson Street, so you can hear a lot of tram noise and um, pedestrian crossing noises. So there's actually, like, so much going on around us. And, yeah, all of these sounds that are just created constantly by by the city but then also we've just been in a show that's about kind of remote wilderness and the sounds that are created there and just understanding that there's never any silence anywhere. Australian cities are very loud. We don't think of them as loud, we think of them as uh, sprawling and uh, not having, not, not vibrant, not having a lot of street life but they're actually 
uh, I think, a lot louder than a medium or high-density city in Europe would be because of traffic management, because of rules around when you can do um, roadworks and because of uh, how many bars, restaurants you have with what kind of um, clientele and behaviour. Uh, I always notice that when I travel and public spaces here are not conducive to reflection just because of the the noise level so it's really interesting to step into um, this gallery space and after and it takes a while after about 20 minutes half an hour I feel like our thoughts our thinking got a lot better yeah sound takes time to sort of work on you and it's really hard to sort of um, talk about what it's doing because we're just we don't have really a great vocabulary doing that we're good at talking visually about things but when it comes to sound it's much more um, kind of visceral. I'm Eugenia Lim I'm an artist who looks to activate people in public and private space I'm also the founding editor of Assemble Papers which is a publication based in Melbourne that was formed about six years ago and is really something that explores what we call the culture of living closer together, um, what it feels like to live in cities. We don't often think about how the built environment connects to the unbuilt environment. And Superfield is a really interesting exhibition because it connects remote landscapes and wilderness to, I guess, you know, the urban being or artists who often... Uh, live their daily lives in quite urbanised cities, um, going out into the field and taking us there as well through their recordings. And I think as a publication that is very focused on connecting the local to the global, but often from a very urbanised perspective, it was really interesting for us to think about, again, how everything is connected, how um, the way that we live in cities connects to, you know, the unbuilt environment, to animals, to uh, spaces that are becoming um, post-industrial as well. So I think for us that was um, a very interesting terrain. And so much of our engagement with the built environment, particularly with innovation or, or thought in, built in the built environment, gets reduced to, hey, look at this image, look at this render, look at this building, look at this image, look at this render, look at this building. You know, it's mm. like a carousel of images and very rarely is it anything else. Very rarely do we enter the multidimensionality of the embodied physical realm. Um, I'm Jana Perkovic. I am editor of Assemble Papers uh, as well as a researcher at uh, Melbourne University in Melbourne School of Design. What's interesting about RMIT Design Hub is that their own research and exhibition program looks to expand the way we look at design. To me, it seemed interesting to pursue an idea through different milieus and different disciplines as it sort of warps and twists and develops and grows and changes. And it just seemed like a podcast with its ability to record uh, uh, conversations and perhaps even artificially connect into dialogue um, a lot of voices. It just seemed like a great way to do that. We're pretty interested in generosity at Assemble Papers. So our take on 
super is this idea of a very generous and expanded field of perception. And we haven't really delved into the sonic before, but I think there's something very rich and interesting there to to look at. And I think Supercast enables us to kind of go into that dimension, the embodied further. We took this professional practice-led conversation and we're also thinking about it on an emotional, philosophical, embodied and personal level. Hey, I'm Beck Fari. I produced this series. We listened to the public talk series that RMIT Design Hub put on to coincide with Superfield. We've also interviewed artists, curators, researchers who were involved in putting on the exhibition. But then we've also looked outwards. I've spoken to researchers, designers, and I've asked them about where they sit in this conversation. Hello. I've always been fascinated by this idea of oceans and rivers being sort of perceived as these quiet environments, these relaxing, peaceful environments. And I mean, that really couldn't be further from the truth. When you're actually immersed in those environments and active listening, it it again is this dynamic soundscape, this world of sonic complexity that has so many layers and intricate details to it that it's, you know, to be able to immerse listeners in those environments, um, you know, you're immediately exposed to this idea that it's not, you know, peaceful and, and quiet at all. My name is Leah Barthe. I'm an Australian sound artist and researcher, and I work with the Australian Forum for Acoustic Ecology, which is essentially a network of interdisciplinary artists, scientists, and community leaders across Australia that have an interest in sound and its role in the environment. Um, Acoustic ecology is is really an exciting interdisciplinary field at the moment. It's really studying the social, cultural and ecological context of our environment through sound. And it's had various waves of engagement over the years, but we're at a really exciting point in time at the moment where disciplines from architecture to environmental sciences are getting this... um, very strong interest in the role that sound has in design in urban environments, but also in understanding what's happening, particularly with issues such as climate change, um, one of the key things we're facing at the moment in society. My background is as a musician and composer and Early in my career, I was very active in in conservation as well, very concerned by what was happening in the world. And I started to integrate environmental field recordings into my compositions and performances. And so my practice 
creatively is all revolving around environmental field recording as a source for creating these immersive sonic experiences but every one of those projects is embedded in in a interdisciplinary research project that's really looking at the artistic and scientific possibilities of sound so the australian forum for acoustic ecology is an affiliate of the world forum for acoustic ecology and we have members across australia uh, from a whole range of disciplines, many of which are very active in their community. And they're active by doing things like facilitating group sound walks for people that may have never been on a sound walk or not even know what a sound walk is. A sound walk or a listening walk is a guided, quiet walk through an environment designed to draw our attention to the sounds of the space. This audio was recorded on a listening walk led by Martin Kay for Walking Brunswick, a partnership between Avant Whatever and the Australian Forum for Acoustic Ecology. That's the organisation Leah Barclay is director of. You know, we are at this really interesting point in time where we rapidly need better tools to understand what's happening in the environment and we rapidly need better tools to really engage communities in taking action and listening is is undoubtedly one of the most powerful tools it's not about prioritizing environmental soundscapes or or removing you know human or anthropogenic noise from the process it's about actively listening and engaging with our sonic environment and kind of understanding the textures and timbres of those soundscapes. So for me, it's always been about opening people's ears and getting them to engage with the sonic environment in a way that makes them feel more connected to place and communities through sound. I think we're at a really interesting point now where we're starting to see all of this interdisciplinary engagement and interest with sound. And so I truly hope that that really starts to translate into a much more mainstream engagement with the role of sound in our, in our connection and presence in urban environments. This question of experience, um, we're not talking about the sort of mantra that quieter is always better. In the next episode of Supercast, we hear about how to handle noise. Supercast is produced by Assemble Papers and supported by RMIT Design Hub. Hosted by Eugenia Lim, Jana Perkovic and Beck Fari. That's me. I'm also the audio producer. In this episode, we heard compositions and field recordings by Leah Barclay and Martin Kay's listening walk from Walking Brunswick, a partnership between Avant Whatever and the Australian Forum for Acoustic Ecology. We also heard artworks in this episode taken from Superfield, an exhibition conceived by the Bogong Centre for Sound Culture in collaboration with RMIT Design Hub. Thanks to Leah Barclay, Ben Byrne, Martin Kay, Phil Samartsis, Madeline Cornish, Kate Rhodes and Fleur Watson for your time. Thanks to Simon Meish for recording the RMIT Design Hub Talk series. 
Supercast theme music is composed by After Midnight Luminata and supplied to us by the Houses in Motion label. For more Supercast, head to supercast.fm.